The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Pew, 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 pew. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Like, cool. Yeah, you, cool. We're back. Pause. I, no. I thought we set a good pace out of the gate there. I thought part two, you know, <laughs> I've been, I've been too on point lately. I need to, you know, the fans like when I mess up a little bit. Do they? Do they? What, what so. a great responsibility or lack thereof to have, you know, <laughs> when you're known for, it would be kind of like yeah. if you're a, the yeah. Hollywood actor who's known for being a slob. So you just get to be a slob and that's like, it's like, well, like Donnie Donnie Benet, no, that's shape. exactly like, yeah. what it is. Donnie Benet, like Donnie Jonah Benet. Hill. Yeah. 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 Jonah Hill. Yeah. All right, Jonah, what do you got for us today? What's the fun fact? Well, I did the fun fact. This is the same episode. You're not doing another one? We don't get do more. Part. All right. I'm putting you on the spot. Put me on the spot. Sorry, bud. Well, back on this day, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have put him on the spot. There was this thing, yeah. and it was traveling across the United States. Mm-hmm. What is this day, by the way, Chris? This day is what was the October fifteenth of the, the year twenty ten? Because what happened? Well, on October it's funny 15th, you asked about the weather because okay. this thing <laughs> that was flying across the states happened uh-huh. to be a Chinese spy balloon. Ooh, shit! Familiar story. Yeah. So it was flying around, and they were like, "Hey, don't worry, it's just a Chinese spy balloon." Uh-huh. Wait, and who then said, "Don't worry." The they started Chinese. shooting it down. <laughs> after, it, and then there was more, more <laughs> shoot downs that were happening, and then train derailments, and it's all some big psyop to make people not focus on the train derailment that's uh-huh. poisoning Palestine, Ohio, uh-huh. East right. Palestine. Yeah the the uh, the the most interesting thing about what Chris is saying here is like, I think, you know, sometimes Chris really leans into his man of the people persona. Um, but if you were privy to, and by the way, we're focusing on Jackass 3d. It's part two of that, of that episode. That's what, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. came out on October 15th, 2010. Yes, we are. Um, the, the <laughs> Chris in like our family group chat was obsessed with this whole balloon thing. Uh, you can tell right. when we're recording it wasn't balloons, this. It was UFOs. The balloon oh, was I was UFOs. obsessed with. It was once the UFOs were shot down. Oh, right, right. Because there were some reports by uh, Twitter accounts with blue check marks, guys. They had blue check marks, and they were saying they were octagons. Uh, the government is out to get us, and Wait, Chris what? was like in with both feet on all. Were they this. sponsored by Nike? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. What's with the check marks? Well, the blue check marks means you're a verified Twitter account. That's I mean, oh. it's it, it means you're a real person, okay, and sorry. you only spew facts. I don't know yeah. the internet. Well, y- hey. now it does. Now that Elon took it over and cleaned up all those fucking libtards out of there. <laughs> Taking out the trash. Eh? Oh, thing has to that. be a statement. Yeah. I, I, I do have a grievance before we get started with a, with a comedian. Oh my God. One of my I can't favorite believe you're going into this. I can't believe you're going into this. Who's your favorite comedian? Well, first of all, it's kind of cool because he clearly listens to the show and he must have been a big, big fan for a while because uh-huh. he stole my fucking bit. Mm-hmm. He is okay. now claiming himself to be a man of the people. And he is playing that role exactly like I do. Like, you studied my tapes. Tom Segura, I expect better out of a comedian. We're not about bit love biting over here. And I know, I know, I loved him too. But I'm he's stealing okay my man of the people the bit. bit. He's, nope, he's pretty nope, good. not him. Yeah. No, I am the <laughs> man of the people. And he's trying now and he's trying to play okay. in the same type of way. Like, you know what, Tom, you're already famous. Let me have this one. So Actually, I know you're listening think, out there, uh, Tom. Just I think that if he's a real man, he would come on the show and uh, we'd have a man off. Yeah, yeah they'll be on your mom's house. People. They'll clip this and make an absolute fool out of me. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, baby. 
Chris, oh, you guys want to go? You want to do this? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where we left off was uh, just a bunch. Of, I think we were talking about uncircumcised penises and Jerry Seinfeld in the B movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now we're back. To, and uh, Dunn is in the chair. And by what when I say the chair, you're gonna know in a second what I'm talking about. But boys, wasn't this a fucking advertisement for something that they're mocking here? You got Dunn in the in like the lazy boy. He's got the the, he's, the he's... blazer on, the sunglasses, and he's in that lean back position. He's reclined. It's the Memorax. Memorax. Is it Memorax? Yeah. Okay. For all you kids who don't remember, there was a time where we would burn CD media (laughs) with songs that we downloaded illegally off the internet. I think Memorax goes back to like tapes, not not just the CDs. No. No, it does not. Don't correct me. I'm serious, man. Um, You ever make a, a mix CD for your girlfriend or a girl you liked in high school or junior high school? What was the yeah, song you guys that. picked? What was the song you guys picked yeah. if you're if Fuck you're making a mixtape? Oh, that was the one? No, that was way past way past its time. I probably would have picked <laughs> yeah. like something sad. I probably just like put emo. like the fucking bum bum song on there or something. <laughs> I don't know. That was hot at the time, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a pretty big tune, and that was definitely on yeah. a, probably one of the first mixtapes I've ever made in my oh, yeah. life, for sure. Definitely on a CD in one of It was my one of the first boxes. things I've ever downloaded, that music video, when we finally got like Rogers the Wave and you could like not have to do dial up fifty six K modems and you yeah. could actually download yeah. something in less than a day. Yeah. Yep. See, now, Chris, he, he, it's not all bad, right? Tom Green's all right. A little bit of Tom Green's all right. Oh, Tom I Green's like Tom Green. That. Okay. Yeah. You just hate Mikey. That's what. It, that's really what it comes I mean, down to. Do you, need, do, do you need? Do you need any okay. more proof of it? Yeah. No. Just. Just confirming. So Dunn's in the chair. He's all dressed up. He looks like the guy in the advertisement, and they're gonna blow air on him. But you're kind of wondering, well, what kind of? Are they gonna use a big fan? They're gonna get like a crew of people with those. What do you call those things that you squeeze together to? to to stoke the fire. Oh, the same know? thing they put in Preston Lacey's ass to get him to poof? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, my friends, they've gone all out. They've got a motherfucking jet engine on site here and they're just going to blast him. I got to say, guys, done in this chair when they turn on the jet, uh, he has absolutely no control out over how he's going to fall here. And I realized <laughs> he's so fucking lucky because the chair leg breaks if you look closely and that causes him to fall to the side instead of straight back, which if he would have... I think he would have had a broken neck. Like he could have been killed by this stunt. It's I. I don't think any of them realized how bad this was actually going to be. Like how how impactful the jet engine was actually going to be. And they kind of. Yeah. I've heard them talk about some of the behind the scenes on this one. Uh, Loomis. It's very well known. As as Johnny Knoxville explained it, powdered his collarbone uh, when he did the Jiminy Cricket. Uh, I don't think they expected a jet engine to have quite as much uh, push as as it did. Which I mean, go figure. But you're right, Jay. If he did go back. And just even if you just smacked his head, like never mind breaking his neck, like his brains could have been on the fucking asphalt right right behind there. Um, so many things could have gone wrong with this one. And and they always talk about not expecting, not knowing what they were going to do with this stunt and just showing up and being like, all right, let's make something work. They brought a bunch of props and just kind of like had some fun with it. And this this definitely has that vibe. You know what they were missing here? What's that? I was trying to like work this out because have you ever heard of that stuff? Liquid ass. It's like basically like fart juice like it smells oh, yeah. so bad oh, okay. if you like yeah, flung yeah. some of that into it so not only was it the jet screen but you got like fart in your face at the same time i think that would have been pretty cool because i was watching that like this viral video where it's like some guy has had, like grandma has like an air mask machine and he like walks up and he farts into oh, it and she starts gagging so it's kind of oh. like it just something along those lines add a little bit of comedy to it you, I, know, what what I was you know what i'm actually surprised they didn't do because dave england was there and bam pissed into the into the jet stream we got jay <laughs> 
Poor did, fucking grandma. Did you ever see that she video, Jay? I gotta send you that clip after this. Other than die. give you the DNA that you needed to exist, you know. <laughs> He's like, thanks for dinner. Grandma walks out of the room yeah. and just like sees her machine, just farts in it. They're like, yeah. oh, come on. And then she starts <laughs> gagging. It's just top notch. Chris, you yeah, should see, just, you should, you're, you should just do, go on a podcast where you talk about funny clips that you saw on the internet. That's I, see, That would be pretty it. decent. You could be the new Tosh point oh. Yeah. Actually, um, I, I, we should we should mention this because we got a lot of comments after last week's episode. We talked about Beavis and Butthead showing up and Chris, you said you're like Beavis and Butthead, it was either you or Jay. I think I think it was you, Chris, who said Beavis and Butthead should comment on TikTok videos. And that's mm-hmm. actually now what they do as part of the new uh, the new refresh. Oh. We asked oh, the shit. question. No we asked the question, like, is Beavis and Butthead still relevant? Um and a lot of people said yes. They said relevant, and it's still just as good. If you liked it back then, you'll probably like it now. Wow. So thanks, thanks for some of those tips. I'm, I'm actually definitely going to check it out now that I know that. <laughs> so we just we predicted the future again, is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, we predicted the past, but we didn't know the past back then. So, I mean, we we kind of it's like that that line in Mad Men where he's like he's like I invented like the twist lipstick. It's like you invented that. It's like no, but I had the idea before I knew it was an actual thing. It's like obviously, Mike, you do a Mad Men reference. He's such I'm a actually, womanizer. <laughs> Chris, Mad Men is like the name of the group of people you pander to most. There's like incels and Mad Men. That's that's no. who you're talking and to. Lo- so logical you females. What? Logical. <laughs> Chris, last week you talked about you talked about <laughs> women not deserving money for playing professional sports because they're not as good. You th- those were the words no, that you you're said. You're twisting my words. See, you're doing. You're trying to he do was, what everybody does to entertain. You're just trying yeah. to manipulate my words and cut my <laughs> shit. All I was saying is the ratio that they're getting paid is actually a higher percentage in soccer, at least, than the World Cup athletes were. So if you wanted equal pay, then you should actually be making negative money because their net revenue versus what was spent is completely different. That's That's actually a fact. That's actually not at all. You didn't mention that at all when you talked about it. I think all you said is, is, oh, if you want to try to play sports and be good, go do it. But you suck is I think is more the paraphrase that you, you might were looking deep, for I think you deep faked me during that because you're trying to spin <laughs> the fucking imagine? paradigms to Could make you me imagine? seem like when you're deep down Mikey is the womanizer he is the racist yeah. uh-huh. uh, all right. <laughs> Do you think, don't get me started so the, on on women of different ethnicities because I'll just go off so the part <laughs> when Chris was shitting on the dreams of small girls who wanted mm-hmm. to get into sports where yeah. did that fit in was that the deep fake as well or was that like was that like just some tough love there was yeah that, what was that that was, was that? like, it was, I don't know, was it was, like, it's, you know, you guys know. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. We, no, no, we know, you're right. Know, yeah, yeah, why would we, we of course we Why know. do we, we even need to explain it? I don't know why we're weird. Explain to the people, I would never say anything hurtful to the people. No. You know what, you know what, uh, I don't think you could say anything hurtful to the people, or definitely not a man in a wingsuit who's going to take on the jet engine, because that's got to take some sort Fuck. of balls to want to go do that. Yeah. Um, you get a whole compilation of things here. I think my favorite, though, is the waiter with the tray of drinks who just walks in, and is, it's like there's a wall where the air <laughs> yeah. is normal, and then as soon as you cross that threshold, it's just like... Like 200 miles per hour wind and you're, he just he just disappears. The tray disappears. It almost like it's what I imagine getting sucked into a black hole would look like. Yes, that's that's a you great know? way to put the it. The tray yeah. just, yeah, it, it disappears into nothing. It's, it's, it's as though it's they get hit with a truck. Like it, it's hard to yeah. imagine. It's like when you're a kid and you just assume that you're like, you're like, man, if a plane crashes into water, how does it break? Right. It's it's water. Like water doesn't hurt you when you fall onto it. In this way, you're like, there's no way air can do that to someone. It has to be like a physical force, but it's not. That's just how raucous this jet engine is. Dave England, yeah. you're right, though, as the butler just disappearing into thin air, like it, being turned into <laughs> particles was fantastic. But it disappointed yeah. me 
Chris mentioned some of the the fart juice or something. Dave England is a professional shitter, self proclaimed. Wow. Bam pissed into the wind. Why didn't he shit into the wind? That would have been that would have been the image that we were all. You know what would have yeah. happened probably as he pushes that jet out, the jet thing is so powerful it would like come out his mouth. It yeah. would like shoot oh, the shit. poop back and he'd <laughs> fucking puke the poop. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it was going to wipe for him. The jet stream was so mm. powerful, but I like that. Guys, like do you that. think he would have to? Do you what? think he would have to wipe? No, you, no. Come on. It would come out so cleanly. It's like a Dyson <laughs> bidet. Dyson you know those like, bidet. awesome Dyson hand dryers that everybody <laughs> yeah. loves, but like the bidet version. Yeah. It's exactly like do that. You guys, yes. Do you guys have any favorite? I know, Jay, you mentioned the butler. Chris, did you have a favorite a favorite moment in this one? I The anti- anticipation of the wingsuit, because that just mm. like... You know, you just picture him just like, all right, see you later. And he's gone forever, just flies right away. It didn't quite land that way, but like just a lot of this is like all about the anticipation for me. I think I think it was it was terrifying watching those footballs fly like that. I think more than anything, the footballs gave you a sense of how fast these things move. Those looked like this. I I would I I felt bad for danger Aaron having to catch those because that looks impossible. Yeah. What would you guys think on this one? If we had to give it a rating, who wants to go first? I'll go you first. Know, okay. Yeah, you go, Chris. Six out of ten. Didn't really do much for me. Mm, okay. I like the yeah, ingenuity. I like that it happened, but like, and it was like, it did answer some questions, but it just, it was missing something. I think more yeah, on the yeah. comedy level, it, it was, it, it didn't, like, ah, it just, it just didn't really land for me. Sure. Jay, yeah. what about you? You know what? I, I'm actually with Chris on this one. Yeah, think, baby. Because it's, uh, <laughs> This should be amazing, right? And it is. I give them props for fucking jumping into a jet engine. I wouldn't be jumping in there, risking my life, breaking my neck and shit. But it doesn't, I, like, I almost forgot that it existed. Don't get me wrong. I got excited when it came on, but um, I, Mikey's going to give me shit, but fuck him. Uh, I'm grading on a bell curve here, Mikey. There's better <laughs> things in the movie than this. But it's that, like that's just speaks to the quality of this film. Yeah, yeah. Like if this was in a shittier film, it would probably be one True. of the highlights. So I'm not going to go to a six, but I'm probably going to keep it no higher than a ooh, ah, fuck a seven. Sevens, and I, I'm being generous with the seven, but I can't go beyond that. Like I, it's yeah, it's fun. But. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm. Uh, you, you'd think I'd hate you for it. I had fun with this one, but I I totally agree. This was it. It was kind of lacking in a central thread. Like the premise was great, but usually what makes a good sketch, like Dave England's uh, the the bungee boogie, they keep ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up there's a little bit more time given to each one so that you can kind Mm -hmm. of simmer in it a little bit this one the fact that i was sitting here watching it and thinking like oh i i think i have some ideas that could have worked better just feels like they had a great premise and they didn't fully see it through and i think that actually takes points away i'm gonna go with a a 6.9 on this one uh out of out of 10 obviously out of 10 um but i do i do the last comment i want to say is is like shout out to loomis we make fun of loomis uh aka spike a lot on this one he's the guy who jiminy crickets and powders his collarbone um but when he's rolling around in the mud i I realize that like he as a human has like a natural camouflage for muddy grass he just is greens and browns <laughs> like I, I don't know how else to explain it he just works he he disappears really and just becomes a part of the earth it was it was amazing uh, yeah okay it, it's i think you're right you said preparedness i think that's what it is right it's the preparedness it's like they had a great concept here but they could have did a little more with it like mm-hmm. it's still exciting and again like seeing the drink tray disappear and all that shit is great but it's like I want more of that shit where it's like elaborate setups yeah. and the Memorex gig because after those two things I don't feel like there was anything that was like 
meticulously planned out just you know like they, they could have did a whole domino effect fucking thing here with like multiple pieces but a lot of the time it was just hey let's let's fucking jump in and see what sure. happens so yeah for sure i think you're you're on the right track i have a note um, a note on this and my notes are so scatterbrained and like if i watch something i would I, I would i would pay so much money to look so, at chris's yeah. notes i so, want to see what you write down during these so bad are you just drawing pictures of ufos the whole Almost. time it's like i watch it and i don't stop i don't pause i just like it's like spoken tongue it's like yeah. whatever comes to my mind Sorry, and I have this note. it's like what chris spoken tongue spoken tongue what the fuck yeah. is spoken he speaks tongue? in tongues it's like you just he records yeah. it it's, and exactly it's like it comes from your soul written. yeah so i have this one note on this <laughs> praise the lord also the yeah. only note that i have for this entire sketch believe it or not mm. and it says almost had a fill look in a weird way does any does Almost that ring a bell? To, I a I don't know. Look? Yeah, no idea. Look. Yeah, I don't know if I was okay. talking about done. If I was talking, I don't really know what I was because it was. I watched this a while ago. Now I'm like, well, that was a really helpful note. Good thing. If it was the next day, I would have remembered what I was thinking. But uh-huh. like, yeah. So you, no one is that maybe like bleeding into the next sketch? Maybe potentially. That note. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, that's that's, a, feature- that's insight into my mind. Okay, and which Thanks I understand even less somehow than I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you like big boys, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. we've got a big boy for you in the next one. This is Preston going to the store, and he's going to get a guy to watch his dog while he runs in there, which, hey, boys, we've all been there. Get a random to watch your dog. Uh, so he gives him the leash, and he goes in and just, I don't know, audience, take a guess. What do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Uh, that's great. Yeah, <sighs> Wee Man, Wee Man comes out. But here's the difference. You know, you always get the the Wee Man Preston swap. But this one, this one, they put makeup on Wee Man, and he looked so much like Preston that it, my mind couldn't comprehend what I was looking at, and I literally felt nauseous. I my my body had a visceral yeah. reaction to seeing Wee Man look exactly like a mini <sighs> Preston. Yeah, they added some flaps for sure that yeah. weren't there before. Yeah. Uh, by the way, but, if, if anyone, I know you kind of joked about it, Jay, you're like, you know, like we've all had to watch someone's dog before. Is there anyone left in the world alive on this planet who, if you ask them to watch their dog, they wouldn't immediately know they were about to be on a prank TV show. Like there's no other excuse to ask someone to do that. I've done it all the time. Uh, someone asks you to watch their dog. Someone no, trusts like I've, if you I wanted to, this, if I want <laughs> fuck you, I'm a, dogs <laughs> love me, man. I mean, I walk into the store and I'd be like, Hey, do you mind just keeping an eye on him for a second? Cause there's Excuse bad me? guys that there's bad guys out there that steal dogs. Yeah. And sometimes you right. ask uh, Chris, I'm never you letting you look after dog. my dog ever again. Have you, you done that with Frankie? Place. Have you, what? have you done that with you Frankie never let before? me watch Frankie? Well, that well now now you know why because you're giving giving dogs well, away to strangers. No, I tie them up to the pole, but I'm like, hey, just sit there for a second. You could you get hey, a good uh, character, Mikey. Did did you uh, did you name your dog <laughs> after uh, international bad boy superstar NASCAR driving Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie uh, Nunez? Yes, is that Frankie Valley? It's actually more Frankie Valley, but Frankie's Frankie's okay. a female dog, so she's. Uh, why uh, didn't Why didn't you go with Reese? I always thought Reese was a better character. <laughs> I went with Brian Cranston, the father of <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, okay, but I like him in a lot of roles, so I didn't want to pigeonhole him to just one. Do you think Malcolm doesn't remember anything because of all the meth? You think it was the meth? Yeah was 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 their dad was was that actually Brian hmm. Cranston like Walter White's origin story? It could have been right. Yeah, so. One thing I have a problem with the sketches. Yeah. Sorry. The sketch. Yes. Right. Right. Fuck that guy. He just gave the dog to clearly not the right person. 
you just let him walk away. 100%. Like, I don't give a fuck if you think you're being pranked or whatever the case is. Like, you do not give the dog to somebody else and let them walk away. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Clearly, the guy didn't shrink. This isn't fucking Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? (laughs) Yeah. In his mind, to give the dog away, he has to believe he's either gone legitimately insane or real human beings have shrunk. That, in his mind, one of those things have happened. One of those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy, man. Maybe I shouldn't start letting people hold the dog. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. How much money is your dog worth then? Like four million, twenty? Like how much was he raking in per episode is what I want to know. Oh, oh, you mean Frankie Muniz? Yeah. Ooh, good question. Oof. And why did why did he do Spy Kids? I always thought that was like a big left turn. He, that's a good he, didn't, movie. Do, he didn't do Spy Kids. He did uh uh he did Big Fat Shark Liar. Boy and Lava Girl. He did Big Fat uh, Big Fat Liar. Big Fat Liar. I'm pretty sure he did Spy Kids. Really? He was he was in some sort of spy movie. Yeah, Big Fat Liar. Is that a and, spy or movie? Cody, Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks. Okay. <laughs> Mikey obviously knows all the children movies. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. All I have right, to keep back. them entertained in the basement. What do you want? That's from what me? I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> That's okay, bad, I guess I, I won't let them watch bad, movies uh, in yeah, their last yeah. week on this planet. <laughs> I Fine, Jay, I'll do what you say. All right. Jesus Christ. That got dark real fast. Um, (laughs) Just like my basement. Yeah, I know. It's dingy down there. But uh, you know what? It's never dingy in the roller buffalo rink. Um, I love this song. Yeah, what song is this? Uh, It's it's called Roller Buffalo. uh, And it's by Roger. Actually, it's by Roger Miller. Okay. I just know I love it. It's got a good vibe. That, like bonus points. It's 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 called you can't roller skate with a buffalo herd. Sorry. Why so, not though? Yeah, I don't know either. Well, I think I we're about we'll to find, find out. out. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, what do you guys think of the pink cardigan? First of all, pink the, cardigan. This is yeah, Johnny Knoxville nice set up. He's wearing he's wearing roller skates and he's uh, just kind of dancing r- around outside the pet <clears throat> of a bunch of buffalo. Uh, and this is like like nowadays Johnny's cardigan, like a, a fluorescent colored cardigan, is kind of an iconic style. But I think that if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is like the first time I've seen him wear one. Uh, and then it just kind of uh, became his his new style. Okay, so this was it. Like something moves. changed in him when those four buffalo ran through the shoot and just obliterate <laughs> the fucking shit out of this guy. Um, it, yeah, it, that's something. Imagine though being Roger Miller. All right. The year is 1965. You write a song with the explicit message. Guys, there's one thing you can't do around a <laughs> buffalo herd. It's really specific, and I can't imagine it's ever going to come into play in anyone's reasonable life. Just don't roller skate near a buffalo herd. And Johnny Knoxville hears this song and says, hold my beer. Uh, I'm about to make wow. Roger Miller famous. He's rolling oh, in his, Roger he's, Miller. He's, he's roller skating in his fucking grave right now. Yeah. I wrote. I, I googled so Robert Miller. Yeah. Apparently, Robert Miller is a can- Canadian businessman and phila- philanthropist. I can't talk. Fuck Robert. Get a <laughs> well, you, better don't, you don't know title. Bobby Mills? <laughs> no, but he nickname, invented Bobby Future Mills. Electronics in 1968. And get this, guys. Get this. Are you ready? Uh, he's a supporter of Alcor Life Extension Foundation and Cryogenics Research. Mm, that's actually pretty uh, good. Cryonics? Maybe he's frozen somewhere. We got a Popsicle Miller out there. <laughs> no, Bobby Mills be. is still alive, man. He's still still doing his thing so here's a question because we're on the topic of uh, jackass and roller buffalo would you guys get cryogenically frozen that's what i want to know <laughs> no would you pull the demolition man no what, what do i want to stick what, around I'm off chance that i'm conscious during that whole time and i'm just stuck super bored it's like my biggest fear 
I it's more what like you mean while you're conscious while you're frozen? like just on the off chance it's like I, I never wanted to be buried because yeah. I'm like what, what if, if like up? you're still there inside and you're just like man I'm stuck in this fucking thing forever like if I'm cremated I'm floating around in the fucking dust of the when the dust hits the wind you know that's one thing, but like being stuck underground, like what if you just can't move and your eye and your brain's still in your head? Yeah, if but Chris, by your logic, if you're still around when you're dead, then you're committing to getting burned alive. I or yeah. like alive in quotation marks. I'd rather get I'd rather have that happen in a quick fucking, you know, like minute thing than eternity fucking sitting underground. And yeah, stuck but in then a box. you're gonna you're gonna have like chameleon eyes for the rest of eternity because Ooh, part of you cool. is gonna be spread over in a lake and part of you is gonna be spread. I mean, in my case, oh, I'm man. gonna just flush you down my toilet so you'll yeah. be in the sewer of Toronto. Think of all would you smoke my no, ashes? No, no, no. Think of all the naked ashes. bums you get to see. I That's mean they'd true. be shitting they'd be shitting into you if you're part of the you Well, know, so Jay, now I know what your last will and testament is. So I'm just saying i've thought about this i've given it some thought um you know what else i've given some thought guys uh picture this with me if you not will. a segue apparently <laughs> no trust me it's a segue because okay. i'm talking about picturing mm. and visualizing mm-hmm. which we're gonna do right now <laughs> trains on a nice summer day a big green hill this is the green hill zone if you will hey look there goes sonic the hedgehog hey hell yeah oh and there's three damaged um preteens who think it's okay to fuck in a furry costume what? following him I, i'm just saying sonic the hedgehog oh uh, you're turned pe- up people dressed as sonic. A sexual awakening ah uh, yes isn't there a whole you, bunch of sonic the hedgehog porn that's yeah, what probably. i think that's probably yeah actually no apparently if you google your name and oh, sonic the oh, hedgehog yeah. you, there will be like a sexualized sonic oh, character God, for you right now who do you think is gonna be the coolest who, wait let's say before we see who's the coolest let's say who's gonna have the biggest titties Ooh. Who, who do you think is going to have the biggest? Titties? I don't think any of us are. No? Ooh, Mikey looks pretty good, though. Mikey, do, you, do you type Sonic or Sonic the Hedgehog? I, I searched I Mikey Sonic this, the Hedgehog, and I, t- I, I searched, and, and he's got blonde hair. He's leaning up against an arcade cabinet with his, like, you know, you know how cool people in leather jackets lean against walls when they smoke with, like, one leg against the brick wall? He's doing that, but to an arcade cabinet. Blonde okay. hair, looking at the camera like he definitely wants to fuck the camera. Yo, there's, there, I think there's, oh, dude, my guy is so, oh, man. Oh, I see you. I, but I, there's this, like, character is called Chris something who's also a Sonic Christopher thing, so Thorndike. Like, yeah. But then I found one Sonic, but this guy is, like, just going to say it. I'm a gay Sonic. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Just, I accept you I'm for who you are. I'm just going to say it. I'm a gay Sonic. <laughs> Guys, I'm just gonna say it. I'm like, which one am I supposed to pick? The first one that comes up? The one that you can clearly tell. Oh yeah, you got a lot of them. Uh, I have the American voice actor Jason Griffith, who looks kind of like he was Frankenstein into this existence. What's with his forehead? It's like you could. It's like a jar, a, a big fucking jar of margarine just goes up and just open the lid. <laughs> well, if you want, if you want to see what it. we're talking anyway, about, anyway, yeah, I'm on you, a tangent. You but, can, uh, you can, you can look up our names. Yeah, just Google it yourself. Yeah, Why yeah. do I got to do the work for you? Mine, I got to say, mine just looks like a total weirdo though. He's wearing gloves and like a gray tracksuit, and he's got headphones on. No, 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 Jay, you're not supposed that. to describe you right now. You're supposed to Google oh, Jay <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> You know what? We'll leave it for later. Later, we'll leave it in the, well, bonus content. Bonus content. We'll come back to it. How do we'll we come end up back talking about Sonic again? Because so listen, we're in the Green Hill, Hill zone. zone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nice yeah, yeah. summer Sweet. day. You got a big really Green Hill that. in nice. the frame. And guys, I don't know about you, but when I see this, the alarm bells start going off because I've been uh, covered in shit 
not literally. We've been covered in shit collectively as the audience in a tiny bathroom before. And I just have a feeling this is one of those. And it's not long before we get a geyser. Now, you mentioned earlier, Mikey, that Dave England can shit on command. Yes. I didn't know he was also, you know, a, a, a historical national park um, <laughs> tourist attraction. Yeah. Which apparently he is because Old when faithful. this shit geysers out, my God, like this to me, it was like more grotesque than the tiny bathroom somehow. Did you guys feel the same way? Yeah, because she shits up into the air. Basically, yeah. like like when Jay's talking about Green Hill Zone, in case in case you haven't seen this in a while, there's a big diorama. And by the way, like never never has the word diorama applied uh, uh, quite as significantly as it does right now. You see like a bunch of little, there's a little train station, nice serene little yard. There's a miniature person who I'm, I guarantee is supposed to be Ryan Dunn, a little lumberjack with, again, as I mentioned in the last <laughs> week's episode, a melee weapon over his shoulder. I'm like, that's for sure Ryan Dunn. And the, the thing is, you don't know, like, you know how in the one you mentioned, Jay, about the, the miniature bathroom yeah. and you don't know what you're about to see until shit just enters the, the, the screen. In this one, you don't know that you're looking at an ass because it's painted green like a mountain until it starts to kind of like roam around. The the best part you about really this uh, the best part about this one <laughs> this was a pause break for me and I was watching it on on Prime Video and when you pause Prime Video it tells you who's in the scene and it's it did mention Dave England which I found so good this is <laughs> it knows <laughs> it knew it was Man, just his AI asshole getting, but yeah they're getting too smart now the AIs they can detect us by our assholes a hundred percent yeah yeah oh my God Mikey I gotta say too like. The slow mo replay after, oh and you my really God. see which chunks have just like <laughs> you see individual chunks. It's not one big stream of shit. Like, there's some of them are like off colored from the other chunks. Like, first you get like an off yellow one, then it gets a little oh, darker. Yeah. It's like he, this was like he ate a variety. He had a smorgasbord and then waited and let this kind of compact until he was ready to go. This is like three or four meals here, I'm sure. This it's is something. Do you think you could like do like, who art by like eating very specific things in a specific order no and, like coming out like one of those like fucking um those like rocket popsicles like the red God. white and blues i, I think there's so. only one way to find out chris i think there's only one way to find out and you got to report back to us i think i could do just that eat, but i've just been eat. having pure diarrhea for the past like two days blueberries for one day strawberries beats, the next day beats beats and, beats will yeah. work for sure yeah 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 beats okay. by dre I, you just eat a bunch of headphones <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a, a stringy shit. Guys, listen, that, uh, ignore that. That was terrible. Terrible joke. Oh, <laughs> God. Let's just start over. Welcome to Jackass, the podcast where, Mikey, um, I know this isn't on the fucking docket to be rated, but yes. unofficial ratings, please, because this is, I love this fucking thing. Just real quick. Just don't even tell me why. Just give me a number. I'm, gi- I'm giving this one uh, eight and a half. Okay, Chris. Eight. Ooh. You guys, it's a nine. It's an oh easy nine. Yeah, you are it's the strongest person two. I know. I should have went two for the joke, but it's an easy nine. Come on, shit yeah. volcano. I like yes. this a lot. I, I do. Way. I do like it a lot. I like that Dave is like because he's kind of like knees overhead, like ass in the air. Um, and and so when he shits, it comes right back down on him, and he panics because he can't get out. <laughs> and like good on like Johnny Knoxville is panic. the friend you want to have. Everyone else is laughing, and Knoxville's like, no, you know what? It's almost like Dave is using a safe word, and Johnny Knoxville's like, okay, no, guys, we we got it, we got to get him out now. We got it. What's this a safe is- word, Mikey? Oklahoma. No, but like, what? Why do people use safe words? I've never heard of this before. Prunes. Oh, it's because if you find yourself in a situation that you want to commit to, uh, mm-hmm. where you're going to be mistreated in some way. 
but you want to use something that is so far and away removed from the circumstances that it can't be misconstrued as you playing a character. You got to go back to that word. So well, Oklahoma, I, like Oklahoma is, and I know what you're trying to get me to say, Chris. <laughs> I know what you're trying to get me to say. There's usually just admit it. You're a kink. I'm a kink. Yeah. I'm, like you're like one of those guys. Like he's a category. I'm like a category. Uh, I can go and pour <laughs> yeah, people have anybody with a mustache like that is into some weird section. Okay. Let's yeah, just be honest. I mean, it's not all innocent fun. We'll say that. <laughs> nice. We already established giggity, that. Giggity. Just go look in the basement. Just pop your head down there for a couple <laughs> seconds. You'll see. Uh, hey, guys. You know, after a long day in the basement, though, I think we all want to hit the bar. So uh, let's hit the bar. It's Wee Man, and he's brought a girl with him for a drink to the bar. And, of course... <laughs> You know, Wee Man's a little guy, so of course he brings a little girl with him, and that's fine. A little girl, a little we should girl. preface. Jesus she's not an underage woman. <laughs> she did not watch Spy Kids in my basement. They did not watch Spy Kids in Mikey's basement. They're both little people, and they sit at the bar, and of course, like, people are just fucking staring and chuckling, like, as if there's something to laugh about, but I get it's a different time, and I guess, like, you know people from this that go and frequent this type of bar this is like the kind of bar you'd pull up to a truck trucks truck stop like highway side of the road kind of bar yeah. they probably haven't seen little people often but it's kind of like you look at it now in 2023 and you're kind of like what the fuck guys just like go back to your drinks get over it it's not a big deal but whatever whatever i'm not getting all fucking political well, no, rant but, here but you're, you're kind of right jay there's there's something funny about this which is when okay so when when we man yeah. first walks into the bar with with as you describe the little girl uh every he they <laughs> walk that, they yes. walk through the bar and everyone does that thing where they like where they like look they they look at them and then they immediately like kind of just like look right past them as if to say like look how normally i just looked at these strange individuals but i'm a i'm a good person so i just hello fellow real human mm -hmm. being um hang on sorry sorry Wait. one sec carly is the toast burning Okay, okay. No, Sorry, no, I just I thought you were having a brain aneurysm yeah. there for a no, second. No, <laughs> no, they no, say no, if no. you smell burning toast, you're about to die. I was just I, I was worried because it uh, I, I didn't know if, if she if she knew the the the, the toast. Is Carly well. the kid in your basement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids eat burnt toast? I don't well now now yeah, I guess I now say. I guess we have to keep this in the episode. Um um because because now it's canon. Um, oh, yeah. um the the no no so so the but the when when what eventually ends up happening is a third person walks in. Uh, who is also a little person, as Jay would probably describe a little boy, even though he's like 40 years old, walks by. Hey, look at the little boy. When the little, yeah. the third little person walks in, people do everything they can to make it so that their physical field of vision is the opposite direction of these three people. They they cannot handle themselves. Looking up. Yeah. Looking up, down. There's a guy playing pool who literally turns his whole damn body the other direction and stands away from the pool table. Yeah. So that what his about the back one guy? is the three of them. One guy that just jumped through a plate glass window. <laughs> couldn't handle it. He, <laughs> he didn't know where to look. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh. Talk about that aggressive male gaze, eh, guys? <laughs> Can't yeah. look anywhere these days. No. Um, but <laughs> in all seriousness, this is where it gets great, eh, Chris? What did you think of this um, when they start getting into a bit of an argument because the boyfriend shows up? Uh -oh. As Jay says, the little That's, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, the little boyfriend. What did you think? <laughs> I Give me see, your thoughts. Here's, I just got to like preface this a little bit because this, to me, I don't know how you guys think of it, is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like, oh, this really? Whole nice. Nice. Because... I spent like my natural habitat is these types of bars. It's my favorite place to be uh -huh. during the day in these super divey bars 
And a lot of people might see this and be like, obviously, people would be like, this is obviously a sketch. If you spend enough time in those types of places, this is a light <laughs> afternoon. It's a fucking light afternoon. Okay. This is not weird. <laughs> so at I was all. wrong then. <laughs> so for me this seeing this, I'm just day. picturing myself being like, I, this is definitely plausible. I've seen weirder shit for sure. Chris- so I'm laughing so hard because I know these people have no fucking idea what to do. And half of them are fucking pissed. And they're just like, they cannot wait to fucking tell their friends about the crazy day they had or finally created some excitement in their day because it's usually pretty boring, right? The only thing that would occlude anyone in here off to the fact that there's probably a film crew around is if someone walked in and said, could you look after my dog? That would have been more of a sign. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, I just, I was all about this bit. It just visually fucking funny. I'm just putting myself in those people's shoes. I, I, I like every bit about this. Yeah. You know, when the fight starts too, it's like some real ass punches right? here too. Like that, that fucking boyfriend, man, he can swing. It's, well, cause, it's, cause uh, basically the, the, pr- the not- premise story, just to explain what happens, cause we man and, and the, and, and the, 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 the woman are in there at the bar. The third little person comes in and basically says, that's my girl. And we man's like, shut up, dude. She's mine now, whatever, like go away. And then the fight starts, starts to happen. So just to set up the premise of like why they're all here. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like when they get into it, man, it's fucking like it's a real barroom brawl. Like everybody's just like in shock watching everybody go at it. But it's not long before the police come in. And of course, they're little police as well. <laughs> so it just keeps getting more and more slapstick. here. That like might, that might be the point it. where I'd be like, OK, maybe there's something going on here. Yeah. And but a good, good shot. Would. Did you notice, Chris, like there's a good shot of security here? Like, seriously, what the fuck do we pay yes. you for, Karen? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. sitting there in shock. She's got security on her t-shirt. Does absolutely nothing to stop the fight. I'd be getting in there. I'd be throwing people left and right, throwing them outdoors, breaking Punt pool cues over these motherfuckers. I don't <laughs> care. Get out. Don't fight in my bar. I don't care how tall you are. Your, this, your height. There's no height requirement on this ride, baby. Yeah. I was more enamored by her, the security's uh, existence in this in this sketch than anything else because while it's going on so the like three little people start a fight the cops come in they're all little people the paramedics come in they're all little people <laughs> and she brings her phone out and and says she's going to call the cops as though she as though she's not she's not aware that this is already a setup it's like she's going to call the cops and be like hey listen the fight's still going on but this time you gotta send some regular sized folk because they're not able to control the situation like she still doesn't get that this is a thing Oh, I love it's it. It's good, right? It's a good bit. Chris, you seem to really, really like this one. So uh, do you want to jump in and give it a rating? Yeah, it's it's an eight and a half out of 10. Like, I, I like it because I had fun with it. It doesn't have all the aspects that you need to get like a, like a higher rating. Like, I think it's still a high rating, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it very much. You know what I mean? But if oh, I'm yeah. trying to go back and say like, okay, towards the end, the more ridiculous it got, it was funny for me, but I also have that mindset where you're like, okay, well now people know it's not this. And then you keep going, keep going. So it kind of takes away from it in that essence, but I just had fun with it. I was just laughing, having a good time. So eight and a half out of 10. Nice. Jay, what about you? Uh, For me, it probably stick uh, fuck with a seven. I think seven out of 10 is good for me. It was fun. Good setup, good premise and everything. I, I love the people's reactions, but it's not like, you know, get me to jump out of my chair or anything and be, yeah, I wasn't as excited as the beehive tetherball to say that's um, true to say the least. So it was good though. And good there time. were and there were some people in the bar we should say who weren't excited enough to get out of their bar stool either. All this shit goes <laughs> down and they're just like, can some can I get some service in here? Like, what is everyone yeah. so, like? What is everyone paying attention for? Um, uh, I also do want to say before I give my review, Tara Jolie, Jolie, 
I think is her name. She's actually a very famous uh, uh, influencer now. She has almost a million followers on Instagram. She was the woman in the sketch. Um, uh, and Wee Man only has 1.3 million. So he's not that much more popular than than this person. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't the same at this time. In, in I know who you're talking about, eh? So I my my Instagram, I've gotten to the algorithm of like, I'm so curious to see how you describe what what you're about to describe here, Chris. I'm I'm just this is the most scantily clad little people. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So basically, midget porn basically is heavy on my heavy on my. Why take the time to try to make it sound better (laughs) if you're just going to throw that out right after it? (laughs) Well, it's just the truth. They're the same. I'm I'll call people like it is what it is. You know. So, but yeah, obviously I like it if it's shown up on my algorithm. So like, you know, I'm a man for the people. I'm trying to give everybody their shine. Yeah. But yeah, true. I definitely came across that girl and I didn't realize why she looked familiar. And that's definitely what it is. Um, I'm, I'm going to go uh, just a straight seven for me on this one. I ended up liking it. I didn't love it until it got absurd to me. That's actually like when the paramedics came in, I was like, okay, that is, that's like when the cops came in, I was like, okay, whatever. And then when they tripled down on it, I'm like, you know what? Fine, you guys have my attention. I'm liking it, but it's still only a seven out of ten. Fair enough, guys. Uh, it what? Let's say it wasn't blowing the roof off of any any uh, any <laughs> hey, structures. Well maybe a porto potty, for example. Here comes Dunn to go in and do his business, and we're starting to see the uh, dawn of the porto potty sketch is being like yep. a normal thing. So we got a ton of this in Jackass Forever. Uh, he sits down, and one second later, we hear the explosion go off, but we don't see anything till he comes out and right almost right down the middle i don't know if you guys noticed this he's blue he's blued himself <laughs> he blew uh, himself he doesn't say anything though he just walks out blue and just kind of presents himself to the crowd and stands there and uh looking like two-face i thought it was great what'd you guys think loved it i, I, I love i love these sketches but the, the human being inside me just it's there should be some places that are off fucking limits, man. Like, yeah, if you yeah, can't take a shit sure, in peace, yeah. like, it already sucks to take a shit in a porta potty. Now, for the rest of time, every time you're on set for 12 hour days, you're going to be on edge trying to take a shit, worried about it exploding and being yeah. covered in porta potty blue. I would, yeah. I would legit at this point just start pissing on the door of the porta potty. I'm like, if, if you guys, if this is what you're going to do, you're going to make me scared to use a porta potty. Fine, I'm pissing on the door. You know what? I would just, I yeah. would hire my own porta potty and keep it locked up. That Chris, there's no way they wouldn't get to it. That like yeah, fuck, they, that'd almost be like a challenge now. One hundred percent. And if they didn't get to it, it, if they couldn't sabotage it, they're just gonna run a dump truck at it when you're in it. Like there's <laughs> oh, eventually so they're gonna do something. Um, this this was great. Again, love watching it. I agree with Chris. It seems way too intimate a place to prank someone. But also, why was he wearing tinfoil in this? I can't pick. I can't point that towards any sketch or stunt in the movie. He's like wrapped in tinfoil. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was weird. Didn't get it. Okay, maybe that's just how he stays fresh. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh oh, Jesus, guys! One place you wouldn't want to be wearing tinfoil—not like it would really fucking matter anyway—is <laughs> Electric Avenue. This We're going is to rock onto Electric Avenue. Avenue. Sure, it's obligatory. I'll, I'll allow it. Come on, Jake. But Listen, I, uh, gonna no. rock on. come on, Jay. This is a serious moment. I, you're ruining it for me. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> okay. All right. I waited 99 episodes for this moment because this is one of my all time. I'm spoiling it already. This is one of my all time favorite jackass oh, yeah. sketches of all time. Holy shit. In case you don't remember, this is an op- office hallway 
I, this looks like the same office hallway, maybe that they would have did the the uh, jugs of uh, water. It's probably different because that would have been that was season one, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking office hallway, all right. Yeah. You know what it looks like. What really matters is what they've done to this fucking place. They really dressed it up. So imagine your standard boot camp. Um, tires on the floor. You've got beams installed at just about, I'd say, like chest or chin height there. Mm-hmm. And basically the idea here is, well, just get through the obstacle course. No big deal, right? But, oh, fuck, don't forget about the 15 stun guns, the four (laughs) cattle prods, and just looking at this thing, the sound of it alone is enough to just make you want to piss your pants. I mean, those things, the, 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 the snapping of the cattle prods and the stun guns as they're twirling on these strings, like there is no way that you can get through this and not get fucked up. I don't even think Mikey would Oklahoma for that one. No. No, I, I would, I think I would, I would, I would come halfway through this one. I yeah, think that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine guys. But I mean, holy shit. Like the visual of this alone can, before we talk about what happens here, let's just focus on that for a second. Cause I think that in itself is, it's a beautiful moment. Like this is jackass genius coming to life. This is an idea that somebody had. And I bet you they knew the minute they had it, whoever's idea this was, I don't know who the credit goes to, but it's like holy shit, I have to tell everybody about this right fucking now. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody else knew it was gold and they had to do it. And I just, man, you got to give them props because we've had moments in the, in the Jackass reviews where we've thought, ah, they didn't put enough thought into that. They kind of just rushed this. This is perfect. This is like the kind of creativity that comes about without you. It's like when people say they wrote a song and it's mm-hmm. like someone else wrote it for them. It just came to them and fl- like yeah, flowed yeah. through them. Yeah. That's the equivalent here. Cause this is like, it, it's perfect. It's, it's so simple and yet so well thought out that you're right. It's like this is this is like the essence of Jackass boiled down into one image and you get the thousand yard stares of everyone who's about to take part in it. They're all dressed up in their oh brother where art thou garbs with like the, the prison <laughs> prison uniforms with the stripes on it that yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and 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 I think I think what I what I love most about that visual is. I don't know that I've ever seen the Jackass crew look so destitute. They look like the soldiers in the beginning of Saving Private Ryan before they hit Juno Beach. They just have that thousand yard stare. They're all like they have no idea what's about to hit them, but they know that they're probably not going to survive it. And all of them are like almost in tears thinking about having to jump through the obstacle course. It was that anticipation. You just it's palpable like you feel it. What I love is like you could. Like I think of like the movie Entrapment, you know that scene, Captain Zeta Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they're mo- you're moving through these like laser beams and all this stuff, and that would be tricky, right? But when you hit one of those, it's not going to shock your body to hit like seven other ones at the same time. It's like a fucking, <laughs> it's like a pinball machine. The second you touch one, yep. your body can't control yeah. itself anymore, and you're going to get like quadruple dinged. And I love that anticipation factor of it because that's exactly what happens. And and exactly. Dunn, or sorry, not Dunn, uh, Bam is the first one to go through. He's like, fuck it, I'm just going to get it over with. He's like the person who, in a, in a different type of war movie, like like in, in Lord of the Rings at the Battle of Helm's Deep, and all the archers are holding their bows, and one guy just kind of panics and lets lets go, and, <laughs> and like hits an orc, and that starts the battle a little early. Like Everyone's like, fuck, okay, I guess we got to go. Like Bam just runs through. But the first, the first taser that he hits... 
he turns into like a cat that sees a cucumber. Have you ever seen these videos? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats yeah. get creeped out by cucumbers and they like jump, they break physics and jump in the air in a way that I'm like, I don't, I didn't see them jump. I don't know how they yeah. started on the ground and then ended up halfway up the ceiling. That's bam. He goes like fully vertical. It's like he got slapped by the high five again. It was, that was the best reaction of all of that. that th- this yeah, that scene launch. is like where I had in my notes where I was like last episode, I went on like the rant where like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Bam needs to be in these fucking movies because just the way he moves is so entertaining to look at his everything about his body language his the animation of how he yeah. handles these types of things like i don't care what it takes what you got to do he makes these movies better it is yeah, what he, it he is always does. Yeah, yeah this was the scene specifically when i was like i really felt that and i'm like this is we're we're, we're being cheated of not having one of the greatest if not the greatest person that's in these shows i know times have changed whatever things are different but like i just fucking miss it i yeah, loved yeah. it so 100%. much 100% that's yeah, fair. He, he did great. And by leading the charge, too, I love that. <laughs> Everybody's starting to strategize because they see him go first and they think, well, fuck, I can't jump, you know, 12 feet in the air like a, a frightened cat uh, because, you know, it saw a cucumber or whatever. <laughs> you never seen <laughs> that. Real thing. That's a real thing. thing. I'm, I know. I know. But they, you know, they, they think to themselves, well, I'm probably not going to do that. So let's start fucking strategizing and strategizing. People do, you see some people going in and climbing on top of the beams to avoid getting stuck in the tires. Like I think some people think if they can get on a beam, they can launch over the majority of the course. But I mean, any way you go top or bottom, it's stun gun or, or cattle prod up and down. So you're going to get hit. And I think, you know, that going in, there's no clean way through, but it's just funny to see the, the, the rapid fire, um, like trial and error one after the other because you're always watching what the person in front of you did, right? So yeah. every time someone seems to change up that formula a little bit, uh, and I thought that was just hilarious, but holy shit, like the adrenaline that must be flowing through you. I can't imagine just sitting on the other side of that, rolling around on the floor in pain and just like hearing your heart beating and like you probably just... You never feel more alive than the, in that fucking moment. <laughs> there sure, are other know? ways to feel alive. Would you guys? Would you guys rather go first or last? And before you answer that question, let me kind of explain my my thinking of of what the the benefits and because I think a lot of people are like, I want to go first, get it over with. Going first, sure, you're the first one through, you get it over with. But nothing has started swaying. None of the tasers have been taken down mm. off the strings hanging from the ceiling. And you also, uh, 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 like granted though, the, the benefit is you don't have the, the, the downside of seeing how painful it actually is, but you're hitting every fucking one going through and yeah. you don't get any of the strategy, but going last, you see everyone getting hit. Now you also have to crawl over bodies. <laughs> if oh, someone stops in front of you, then you can't keep going. Oh my God. Dude, yeah. it's a it's a human centipede situation here. You don't want to be at the back because th- no, Jay, we're saying much- it's a bad thing, not something that you would enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know I'd pick the back? Listen, uh, you like you can't get through all of that manpower, all that humanity just lying there. Like if someone doesn't make it through and they get trapped, they're in your way now. And you're totally right. I don't want to like know what this is going to do to me. Yes, the things aren't swaying around yet. I'm just, I'm bam. I'm just going for it. It's going to suck either way. At least that's a little bit better. I think I'm doing the same. Chris, what about you? I'm going first and I'm, but I'm trying to go slow. Like I'm not running through like a wrecking ball. I'm going to, before the things start moving, I'm trying to dodge them until I get hit and then it's full steam. No, like, I, I don't like that because so you got to, you got to keep in mind you're doing this for jackass. Like you can't try to not get hit. That's I'm not, not fair. A jackass. Of course I'm going to try and not get hit. So in what context <laughs> in your life are you running through a hallway full of tasers if you're not on jackass? The same context that you have every Friday night when you get your fucking dominatrix over. Yeah. And I sprint through it. I sprint <laughs> through it. 
I want to hit each one of those things. And if yeah. I miss one, I'm going back through starting in the beginning. Dick just <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> that Such is a pervert. Mikey. I did think about that. I'm like, there's two, two things that I would avoid. One, I would, I don't care if I, if it means I can't like vault myself over one of the, the wood planks. One hand is covering my balls and one is covering my face. I don't want to get yeah. a taser in the eye or something. No, Cause I dude. feel like that's just melting an eyeball. And I also don't want to get one to the balls. Cause I mean, obvious reasons, you know, you're probably right. That's probably safe practice. And, uh, guys, I think we got to do it. Like, unless there's anything else you want to say about this sketch, um, it's, it's a big one. It's a big one. Like, uh, I think we got to rate it though. Let's, let's I, go I'm, first, Jay. I'm, I'm just like dying to know what you guys are going to do. So I'm just going to jump out and say, for me, this is a rare occasion. Um, God, I don't want to give it the top of the scale because that poof is so near and dear to my <laughs> heart that Christ. I would watch that. That that is like, if that's all TikTok was was just that 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 would be great. I'd sign up in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> there is an algorithm for that, Jay. You can you can spend your whole life watching poofs on TikTok if you want. God, that would be that would be a dream. I wouldn't get anything done. I'd get fired. I'd be living. I'd be out on the street in like a week. That's for sure. Um, so for this one though, selling guys, your body for a poof under a yeah. bridge somewhere. I'll suck your dick for a poof. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, it is so, like I oh think this God, is going to stand toe to toe with it, guys. It's going to stand toe to toe with the poof for me. I have to give a ten to something that isn't just a short and sweet rapid fire thing that makes me laugh to my core. I need to give it to a jackass stunt that was thought out and planned out and had a theme and like a a beginning and an end. And this is it to me. This is the ultimate jackass sketch. It's an easy. 10 out of 10. Yeah, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Chris, what about you? Uh, I'm not going quite a 10, um, but I'm going very damn close. I'm going to 9.5. This is jackass. Like, this is yeah. what jackass is to me. Why I don't have the extra 0. 0.5, I think a little bit, maybe longer, just some something small else, but it's, it's as good as it gets. And this is what jackass is about. People getting hurt, obstacle courses, multiple people in it. Everybody's laughing. That's, yeah. that's as good as it gets. Yeah, I hear you. I hear what you guys are saying, but there's Uh another voice in my head that is saying, now's your chance, Mikey. Now is your chance to get revenge on Jay for ruining all of our other sketches. We have plans. Don't forget about the plans. And guess what I'm going to do? This one, I liked it. I could take it or leave it. (laughs) But it's not a poof. So I think I'm going to give it. A six point nine out of ten. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But it's not the best. I redact mine. I'm going two on this one. Fuck you. (laughs) Two out of ten. It's already in the spreadsheet. (laughs) Suck my dick. Two out of ten. Well, and it's one of the lower rated sketches of this whole movie. That's it. You just ruined it, Mikey. That's it. I didn't I didn't change mine. You ruined it. You ruined it. Uh Jay, you ruined it by by being such a hard marker for the other shit. We'll see how long that lasts. We'll see if how long it lasts. Just to attend late in the night. That wasn't me. Right? <laughs> yeah, Jay's gonna wake up late at night, dressed like they're dressed in this, in like their prison escape garb. Uh, uh, I'm gonna set an alarm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know what? Alarm. I'm gonna try to do is actually lock that cell, password protect that cell. <laughs> so Jay can't Quick! It. Ah, <laughs> I give in. I give in. I'm weak. I'm fleshy. Just let me be. Jay changed I, back to a ten. It's fine. Give it. Give us your real, your real thoughts on it, though. Why did you go six point nine? I'm sure you had your your reasons other than to fuck me over, right? Nope. 
No, no I fucking love this stunt. I fucking love this stunt. It was it was unbelievable. But it's a six point nine out of ten okay, for reasons that I, I've I just explained. I literally almost did the same thing just to fuck with you too because it was like so many times we almost have a perfect one and you're like four out of ten. Yeah, that's I, why I know. that's why I was happy that that you went first, Chris, and gave it gave it your score because that made mine that much more impactful. But guys, I always take this seriously. When I rate, I rate from the heart. God damn it! Yeah, well, like the cornfield. The court. What are you talking? What about? Are Why you are we talking? laughing? There's oh, the, to laugh oh, the about. corn sledding. Corn sledding. Yeah, it's one of the man. best sketches of all time. Um, uh, you know about. what? That I think, guys, that's that's a pretty good one to 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 end off on. It's I'm a, it's, okay. that too. it's it's a massive a massive stunt. And the next one that we've got is good, but we got a couple kind of like middling ones. We had a good conversation about that. Why don't we wrap here? We're not in any rush to blow through the movie. Uh, we want to take our time, given that this is the last bit of Jackass mainline content that we've got to go through. Um, do you guys want to get started with our MVPs and LVPs? Yeah, sure. And I don't want to blow through anything either. I know you've got a lot of blowing to do in the basement later, so we yeah. should get to I'm it. I'm not doing the blowing. Um, That's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm not laughing at that. It's not funny. <laughs> human human suffering is not funny. Mm. Hey, I guess I'll do the LVP. Or, are we doing LVPs? Yeah. No, yeah. start with your MVP. What do we do? I don't know what I'm doing here. Got to start what with your MVP. It's only been 99 episodes. By the way, happy Wayne Gretzky, everybody. Fuck yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We did there it. we go. Yeah, I I wonder what he looks like naked. There there are there's actually an song? image of him where he's basically just covered in suds and otherwise completely Ooh. naked online. <laughs> well, he's really? my MVP then. Um, <laughs> I oh guys, I gotta fuck. This is hard because like there was so much good shit in here this episode, and so many people stood out. Um, it just like everything we saw in this portion that we rated, I think, was pretty much a home run. Like I like everything. You know, uh, yep. this is really, really fucking hard for me. So, but I think I'm going to give it to, um, God damn, ah, fuck, I'm having so much trouble. I want to say Ryan Dunn. I want to say Ryan Dunn. Okay. But I also want to say Bam, because he went first in the Electric Avenue. But here's why I'm <laughs> going Dunn, because he has no fear. And I really saw that he was the first one to do the jet engine, or at least the first one in the cut. And like, just to go in there and be like, I have no idea what the fuck this is going to do to me, but he sat in the chair anyway. He risked his life to do this like two second thing. And when I saw that and how close he came to getting fucked up, I was just like, holy shit. It's either pure stupidity or he's got some sort of balls on him. So, uh, he's just stuck in my mind. I'm going to go with him for this one. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Chris, what about you? I found this one hard to pick an MVP because every it seemed like there wasn't really like I usually try and have someone that's in like multiple things, you know what I mean? That has like multiple big moments, but it was like sure. every single one had one standout person. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to kind of like, you know, someone didn't dominate this scene in terms of like being in multiple things. So I'm going to go with the best person in my favorite sketch was the it was Bam, like Bam, okay, the nice. way he ran through that. It just that it really stuck with me how much I appreciate what he brings to the table in this. So that's he's definitely my MVP. Nice. My MVP, uh, I, I kind of disagree a little bit with what you're saying, Chris, because I think there was one through line for all the stunts that we did. One person who showed up, whether it was to be the star of the stunt or just in the background somewhere and just take part. It's Dave England. He did Electric Avenue. He geysered shit out of his ass in the middle of a <laughs> oh, God, diorama. <laughs> and he played the butler who just disappeared into thin air when he walked by the 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 jet engine. Dave Englund, I, I'm I'm always looking for another reason to to shout that guy out because like I said, I think he's the most uh underappreciated member of Jackass and uh, and, and he he took the show on this one for me. 
Yeah. I love that our MVPs came together too to highlight three people that, well, personally, I would say that I think all deserved it. Yes. So well done, boys. Yeah. Good fucking teamwork there. LVPs? MVPs. Yeah, LVP. Jay, you want to start with the Who LVP? Let's go first. Okay, I'll jump in because uh, I think it's simple, boys. It's uh, the LVP for this one is the Army Surplus Store, uh, whatever <laughs> one it was that sold Karen the security T-shirt. <laughs> it was a bad mistake. <laughs> Fucking fake security guard. No respect for Karen on this one. So I don't know if there's like a cheap shot on this one, but this person's getting the LVP because I'm so used to them being in so much stuff, and I feel like we haven't talked about them in in a while even going into a little bit like towards the end of our last one like where's Pontius been you know what I mean Pontius Pontius was my favorite part of Electric Avenue because he's running through it laughing and and I think that's why one of the reasons (laughs) you don't notice him because he's not really reacting but the fact that he's having such a good time with it made me giddy yeah but otherwise he's pretty much he's always like and that's that's the thing and it's like he's always that person that carries these little interstitials or carries in the background a lot of these things and really adds that cherry on top so to speak and yeah mm. i think we're just missing them a lot in this portion of what we're doing yeah no i agree i agree okay LVP. Or not. yeah maybe 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 not i mean it's just it's you know a few stunts in a row where he doesn't feature too prominently but you know get get in more stunts pontius what are you doing we, we need <laughs> we need to see you um my lvp in this one is going to be uh the u.s navy never mind the surplus store uh for for powdering uh spike aka loomis's collarbone by renting out and i don't know an f-14 whatever the fuck it is to the jackass crew and uh, <laughs> and letting them go haywire with it i gotta look after my boy loomis we lost him in the ground that day not to say he died i just mean he rolled around in the muddy grass and we couldn't find him because he's so he well camouflaged you with think it. he yeah. was the inspiration for the ghillie suit I think he is a you know? ghillie suit. He just hugs you exactly. and then you can't yeah. be seen. You know, they say like the different people have their like different tones that like work well with their complexion. He is earth tone to the fullest. Earth tone oh, to yeah. the fullest, but not earth tone in the typical yeah. like, like green and like, 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 like a rich green. It's like yeah, no, no mud, just Asher mud, <laughs> mud and crushed grass. It's That's his it. tone. Classic. Well, hey, um, don't, don't take off your ghillie suit. Come out into the public and share your stories with us on Jackass Pod. Don't be hiding. Don't be hiding in the bushes. This is an all-inclusive community here at Jackass Pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh, all the other fucking ones. Just search it up. You'll find us. You'll find us, baby. Um, And uh, hey, if you want to get intimate, jackasspod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us your your deepest, darkest (laughs) safe words. Mm, I want to know. And so does Mikey. I do. Don't get, really don't get too close to this guy if you're under the age of 18. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> Just a disclaimer. <laughs> I got nothing to say. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Chris? I'm a man of the people, baby. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have asked. But yeah, I know. It's true. We all know it. Uh, so, uh, Tom Segura, um, if you want to come on the show and, uh, mano y mano with Chris, uh, I don't, I'm, I, everybody's just throwing shit at me. I don't know who's a fucking man of the people anymore. Apparently it's just a thing. You, you know can what? Start I, saying, I will challenge him and we'll, we'll you know, resolve this by having a basketball game. Cause that went so fucking well from the last time when he <laughs> severed his fucking knee. Okay. Okay. There you go. Fighting dirty. I like it. I like it. I got nothing more to say. And Mikey has to leave. So we have to wrap this up yep. right now. I can't do a classic drag it out. And I'm not going to do that. So 
God, it's hard not to want to do that right now, though. <laughs> I'll see you next week, okay? Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth, the man of the people. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!